lots going on for you this week, Aries. Um, a lot of interaction with Mars, and also you get a visitor later on in the week. Let's get into the tarot card reading and astrology summary for Aries, Sun, Moon, and Rising. This is a an energy reading. So you take the energies that I describe and you apply it to wherever it applies in your life. And feel free to leave comments below as to how they apply to your life because I love to know what you guys are up to. Um, there's always an extended reading and I hope you'll join me for that. The link is down below in the description box. I'll attach it over here or up here uh, at the end of this video so you can click right on it and get right to it. And I'll also pin it to the top of the comments section. Uh, I do have a special reminder at the end of today's video, so hang on till then. If you love this video, be sure to show that love by liking it. It's easy to forget. Um, and subscribe to the channel if you're not subscribed already. I have a second YouTube channel as well called Astrology Motivation. You can just at Astrology Motivation. You can find me there on a live chat Monday through Friday so you can actually talk to me live. Um, and I do a general tarot card reading. We go over the astrology. Way cool. And let's get into the reading because I have some cards in front of me already, Aries. So, you know, Jupiter and Chiron are going to be hanging out with each other until April. And so it's kind of an energy that you've probably gotten used to. The conjunction is a little tighter now. Um, so it may have intensified, especially for those of you who are Aries, born in the middle of Aries, second decan Aries. So between 10, if your natal sun is between 10 degrees and 20 degrees Aries, that would impact you the most. Um, Aries 1. Those of you who are born between zero degrees and 10 degrees Aries, especially this week between zero and five degrees Aries, um, you're gonna get a visitor on the 20th and that visitor's name is Venus. So Venus is in detriment in Aries, um, but, but anytime a natal sun conjuncts current Venus, it is a time of romance and potential prosperity, definitely in the sense of you will be much more attractive. You'll sort of be radiating a natural attractiveness and beauty. And don't you worry, all you other Aries, because Venus is going to be skimming your natal sun over the next four weeks. So please note that this is going to be a, a week, where a, a, a month, that you will be especially attractive. But for those of you right now, born between, born in the first, first degrees of Aries. So I would say you March Aries, those, those are born at the end of March, especially you guys, very sexy. And not even just sexual you feeling sexy, but as in you're very attractive. You're just naturally, people are, are gravitating toward you. So it could be a good time for you to get out there. Remember they will be, because Venus is in Aries, it will be, they will be attracted to your body. So you could find a great physical connection right now. Now, in terms of Aries, you usually love that, right? But do they also like you for you? There is a semi-square hold on, there is a semi-square that forms the next day to Venus in Aries, and that semi-square is to Mercury. So there are some complications when it comes to um, communications, whether that be emails getting lost or texts getting lost or just um, not understanding each other very well. There could be just something off there. When Venus moves into Pluto on the, I'm sorry, when Venus moves into Aries 
um, on the 20th, she is still sextile to Pluto. So this is extremely intense energy. So this is the day of the new moon. Now, technically, you guys, um, Mars is square to the new moon. Mars is not in Aries. So Mars is your ruling dignitary, however. And Mars is square to this new moon. So it could just be a little bit of a challenge to get something new started. And that challenge could be coming through communications, though Mars and Mercury are trying to each other while Mars and Venus are semi-square to each other. So there does seem to be um, a fluence, a flu fluency um, with um, like communications when you when you're taking action through communicating but when you're taking action through maybe your beauty or appealing to somebody's uh, attractiveness to you or your attraction to them there could just be a little bit of a hiccup in some situations either way you especially for those of you born in the beginning of every season are going to find yourself to be very appealing and very attractive but you know i'm just saying it's going to be physical attraction predominantly. So be aware of that. Be aware of that. I don't know where that will head to. Um, whew, but it is a time where you are going to be more attractive, more romantic, more passionate, maybe even more fortunate when it comes to making money. It's a good time to meet somebody new. Um, but you might want not want to be the one that takes the action since Mars is going to be with this new moon. This uh, it, There's just a sense of some sort of rub trying to figure that out you know it's just that mars is in gemini and gemini and pisces they communicate in a totally different way pisces communicates psychically they communicate through just sensing right whereas gemini likes to be straightforward so that's probably going to be some of the tension that is that is happening that you're going to be feeling somehow it may not be in your romantic life it may just be in general but just be aware of that um i do see that this is being kind of beautiful energy um when venus drops in it despite the little stubbornness to mercury i don't think that that's going to be as big of a deal as the fact that she's conjunct some of your natal suns and that's just going to be, you know, let yourself feel good. Let yourself enjoy yourself. You may not want to take things too seriously at first, you know, just sort of like try to be more objective, though, with a semi-square to Venus, semi-square Mercury, objectivity, that could be what it is. Objectivity is kind of compromised. FYI, um, you're looking good when it comes to the cards real good <laughs> yes i mean i know i get to sit there and look at them as i'm going over the astrology for you but this is celebration this is party this is also a sense of get together with friends if you have the opportunity to go out it doesn't have to be to the club or it's just get together you know be surrounded by people that you like there is joy there is happiness here there could also be a lot of people celebrating you if you're going to an actual celebration or just good times with people that you really like being around people who really like you this could also be you know that venus conjunct sun energy toward uh the after the 20th a sense of people really liking you and really celebrating you but we also have the ace of swords which is all about breakthroughs and clarity and triumph and victory and success after hardship so you could be winning a huge prize here you could be the one that is celebrated it could be your victory that somebody is celebrating 
right? Whether you have to organize it or not, doesn't matter. It's, it's sort of people celebrating you, people celebrating your success. Um, now celebrating doesn't have to be a party. It could just be, you get the job, you know, you're, it's acknowledged, you know, what you're capable of is, is going to be acknowledged. And this gives, um, an air of confidence as well as joy. <laughs> I don't know what you put yourself in there for, but temperance, you could be dealing with a Sagittarius. You could be deciding to go abroad, or you could just be zooming out and be celebrating and be social and definitely be deciding to go to parties, right? Or it could just be all of a sudden you're realizing clarity here that a Sagittarius has become more to you than you initially expected or that things are going to work out. You're finding a way to combine things or work things out that you didn't think or you didn't see before. So that's what the clarity comes from and it really helps you. Mars, remember, is trying to Mercury. So there is a clarity here that like a break in understanding, a, a, a revelation. Like you didn't see it before, but now it's right in front of you, but you didn't see it before, but now you see it. Um, yeah, finding a way to, you know, make things function, temper things, to take two things that are different and meld them together and actually find a way to make them stronger. This is also major arcana here. Um, so it's a little bit of fate involved. Uh, you know, it, fate is not something you can avoid. You can choose how you react to where fate what fate demands of you but you you can't choose for it to not happen so there's a little bit of destiny here which is why i thought there's a, a get together <laughs> like something like there's like like there's an intentional gathering of some sort that you should definitely get everybody together make everything happen do it organize it or at least show up for it you could even be saluting and sending yourself off get ready to go abroad I don't know, maybe that's just for specific areas, but there is a sense because Sagittarius does rule foreign travel. It could be a decision or a joyful revelation that you're traveling abroad, you're going far, you're going a great distance, a decision to do it, right? Good news coming in about that. So in other words, good news. And please do share your good news below because you know I wanna know, Aries. Adjustments are required is the moon card coming out. This happens in the future, which means your future is not going to look like what it is now. And it, it could be that you have to move. Um, oh, hold on. You're very close to achieving your goal. Hold on. Oh, we got a bunch of cards that fell out um, in the past. And remember, things only come up in the past if they are directly related to or helped to cause what is happening now. This just came up in the past, a time to give rather than take. So there is a sense of selflessness and you being the nurturer and the healer or a sense of you working hard because this is Virgo energy. So it could have just been you put the work in. And even though it may not have been a great pleasure or joy, day to day, pedantically, you committed yourself to, um, to getting something done, to that work. That is why things are triumphant and starting to pay off now. You are very close to achieving your goal, but nothing is yet set in stone. So there are some adjustments that you still have to make. But this is like, these are the kind of adjustments that you're going to like to make. 
like because you see that there's an end in sight. It's not like this. In other words, the cards are saying you already went through the hard stuff. You already did it. Like the hard work is done. You were doing all this hard work without any end in sight. You did it. Now the end is in sight and you know exactly what you have to do. There is some sort of clarity or a message or communication that comes in to let you know exactly what you have to do to change, to switch, to modify, to polish, to whatever you have to do to a situation, circumstance, or relationship. Now you know exactly what you have to do. Nothing has been set in stone, but you are very close to achieving your goals. And now you know exactly what those last little things you have to tweak are. So that's going to feel really, really good. It's almost better than a celebration because, I don't know, because you still feel so active there's still still work to do but it's like it's like rewarding action because you know exactly what that work is that you'll have to do um lots of moons here so this kind of is a cycle it could take up to two weeks to finish everything off but do it make the plans like you'll know exactly what you have to do so schedule it schedule it and finish off that work because then things will be set in stone you just have to complete this last little leg of it. And no, that is not bad. That is extremely good because this is all but guaranteed to you. You just have to finish up this little bit. I don't know what this little bit is. And also it could be good news. You know, nothing is yet set in stone. Whatever decisions that you have made or actions you've taken haven't been contracted, right? They, there's no there's no signing your name on the dotted line yet. You still have wiggle room to negotiate and make this circumstance better, kind of perfect something. In the distance, there is a seven of cups. I don't know why this is. It almost means to me right now, you don't really know your future is what is not set in stone. You're not sure about something. It doesn't mean you're not sure about everything. It means that this situation is what you're not really clear on. There's no guarantee, but you know what that means? It means you decide your future. You get to make it happen. How badly do you want it? That is going to be a key ingredient into deciding what is actually going to come, come out. And I know you can say, Michelle, that's every week, but I'm telling it to you this week because it's really important, okay? These are actions that you have to take because right now, God doesn't know what your future is gonna be. He's still letting you kind of work it out and decide free will, right? What do you want it to look like? Let him know, let him see it. Make that commitment. And then you can easily look back and be very, very happy that you didn't choose all those other things or decide to get distracted, right? We have 10 of cups that has also come out. So there's some sort of happiness when it comes to relationships, family relationships, loving relationships. It means you feel your heart is full. So this, this makes you feel like your heart is full. Um, there could be some sort of togetherness or maybe getting back together with the family or moving closer to the family or a decision to go home and visit people or go to a place where you feel love and accepted. There is a love and acceptance element to this entire energy. I don't know how it translates for you, but we're gonna get deeper into it. Let me know in the comments below because I would love to know how it's translating for you. Let's get deeper into it. 
and, and as weird as it sounds, the Ten of Cups, like, so what's so happy about this? What is this gladness? And I'm glad that it works out, but what is this glad? It's almost like somebody that you love may be making a decision about where they want to live or where they want to be. May have caught you off guard. We have the Hierophant, so something here this week could lead to marriage. It's pointing toward the future, so it, marriage won't happen now, but there is a sense of, guess what? It's gonna lead to the future. I don't know if you guys have friends that are married and are having a get together this week. That's really specific, but there's something here that adjustments are still going on. It's like the Planko board, right? And the price is right. Everything's still bouncing around. So definitely participate in as many variables as possible this week. Um, we have five of pentacles. So there are some sort of financial concerns on the table for you or you have you feel you feel kind of left out or out in the cold about something or that your life lacks something this has got something to do with it maybe you invested a lot um this is a sense the fool card says take the leap of faith anyway even though you feel like maybe you're not wanted or you don't have enough or you couldn't pay your way the universe is saying do it anyway like like decide to do it anyway or maybe the paycheck isn't as big as you would like it but you know that the experience is going to be exceptional that's what it's saying you have to do it um it's about love and finding happiness this week it's not about finding profit or value and with, honestly, with Venus conjunct your sun, I don't think you're going to have to worry about that much. The money will come. But it may be some sort of financial investment for you. I think it's more take a leap of faith. It's not about the money. It's about how extraordinary this experience is going to be. And moving forward will help the universe catch up to you and provide what you need in order to be able to carry this out. So it's sort of a little bit of an act of faith right now. Sure. Um, we, uh, everybody here, all the cards agree. What adjustments are required, God? What adjustments are required? Three of cups is here, um, with friends. Um, something that your friends want for you or that you wished for. Something that you've told your friends you've wished for or that your friends expected from you. Um, this is all happiness and abundance, but eight of swords. So adjustments are required in basically expectations from your friends or what you wished for or what like what what makes you happy. It it means that you could be moving away from or leaving a group of people that you really that you really love, that you really care about. It doesn't mean they're gonna stop being your friends. It just means that there could be a need to leave them behind for a while. Um, it could also be doing having done something that isolated you from your friends, right? Everybody else is really happy about something, but Eight of Swords, you get left out, you get left behind. What do you mean adjustments are required? Um, Three of Cups and Nine of Cups is happiness, celebration. But Eight of Swords also means isolation. It's almost like you're celebrating, it's like a going away party. However that translates into your life, but it's like a going away party. 
It doesn't mean that the people don't love you or that something good isn't happening. It just means there's sadness, a little bit of sadness there. Like that's, and I asked, I said, what are the adjustments that are gonna be required? The adjustment says you're gonna be lonely for a little while or you're gonna be isolated from the people who you feel closest to. They still love you, they're still yours, but you're gonna be isolated. It means it's gonna carry you to someplace completely new. Well, guess what? That's what life is about, baby. That's what life is about. And the more and more I look at this, the more and more you're happy that even though you couldn't see the future, you made the decision. You made the decision that you did. The fee in the future, you're going to be very happy that you made this decision. Let's get deeper into it. Um, I'm going to go to the extended, guys. The link is down below. Oh, okay. All right. Um, the link is down below and I will see you guys there. The reminder is that yes, I am having my first meet and greet on May 13th of this year and I hope you guys can come. It is May 13th, that's a Saturday in Austin, Texas. Fly in, drive in, or walk in if you're nearby, but please do as soon as I post the links um, for the tickets, grab those tickets, especially of the live event. There's two ways you can participate, virtually, and you can also participate in the actual live event and enjoy the live music and the live food and the champagne toast and the actual meeting me and so I can meet you. Um, there's gonna be virtual as well, so you can join in and partake in the celebrations, but you will be doing it from your home. You don't have to travel anywhere. And plus, Austin is a great place to hang out. So. Um, as time goes by, the sooner you register for that live event, the more email updates you'll get about recommended hotels, recommended restaurants, recommended events in the area going on around the same time. All of those things I will, I will deliver to you as we look forward to this meet and greet. So hopefully I will see you there and I will by the end of this week be posting the links to grab those tickets. So be sure you do it as quickly as possible because there's limited space for that live interaction. Um, let's go to the extended. I'll see you guys there.